0: My name is Sash and welcome to the 4th episode of The Thing with Tech, where I'll talk about The Thing with Apple. Let's get straight into it. Apple is a company which was founded by Steve Jobs and his colleagues in 1976, and it has seen incredible success ever since then. You might be wondering why I'm dedicating this episode to this company. After all, it's just another tech company among a dozen operating right now. Although that's true, there's another side to this huge company. If you notice or have listened to a couple of my previous episodes, you'd know that I mentioned that some trend in the tech industry started because Apple did it. Moreover, the products made by Apple are always more focused on. Apple is different. The operating system on their devices is patented and different. The processors and the parts they use in their devices are also exclusive to them. And ultimately, All of this contributes to the fact that the entire experience of using their devices is a lot different than using devices from other manufacturers. But in the recent years, the company has changed. The consumers who used to love Apple have started hating them. And the ones who still blindly praise Apple are constantly running out of rational reasons to do so. When Apple first started, it was meant to innovate and change the industry. And unsurprisingly, it did just that it innovated a lot of electronic devices and even introduced some of them to the market. They released the first computer which can be operated without the need of knowing any programming language, effectively introducing graphical user interfaces to electronics. The iPhone was one of the first phones which had a screen. The iPod and the iPad were one of the first electronics of their kind in the market. But apart from early appearance, the biggest reason they succeed is because of good performance. For that time, they were among the fastest and the most feature-rich electronics available in the entire market. And that is exactly why people loved them. Now granted that the products by Apple have never been the cheapest thing you could get in the market. In fact, they have always been quite expensive. But most of the people never regretted paying a hefty price for Apple products because they used to get the kind of good quality which no one else offered at the time and made the feel of the product a whole lot better. I remember in 2011, Android wasn't even advanced enough to store the data of applications before updating them. That's right, every time an app was updated on your Android phone, you would lose all the data stored in that app. This was especially bad for games, where games would return to level 1 every time you update them, but this never happened with Apple. Small things like these justified the price Apple charged for their products. Furthermore, Apple became the trendsetter. Literally, all the companies did what Apple did. They released a new smartphone, everyone started releasing new smartphones. They implemented fingerprint scanners in their phone, everyone implemented fingerprint scanners in their phone. They went bezel-less, everyone went bezel-less. They removed the headphone jack, everyone removed the headphone jack. They went waterproof, everyone went waterproof. The list is freaking endless. Whatever Apple did with their product, all the other companies also tried to do that same thing with their product. But for one reason or the other, no company could implement stuff as good as Apple. Or even remove stuff with a reception as good as Apple. For example, Samsung had a very slow fingerprint scanner which required more steps to unlock the phone than Apple at the time. And when Samsung and OnePlus removed the headphone jacks, they didn't get as good of a reception as Apple did. I'm not saying that people didn't make fun of Apple for doing it, it's just that people made more fun of Samsung and OnePlus for doing it. But after a while competition evolved, and I think this took Apple by surprise. As it seems, Apple thought that they will always be on top and other companies will keep having a plethora of small problems. Honestly I don't even blame them for doing this. They stayed on top for more than 20 years and their sales kept growing so no wonder they thought that the things will be like this forever. But yeah, they were wrong. Android 4.4 or more commonly known as Android KitKat was the first mobile operating system which could actually tackle iOS without most of the issues Android was known to have. For PCs, Windows 7 was one of the first operating systems which could tackle macOS. Because of these versions of Android and Windows, The perception of people that Apple made the best devices started to shift. Apple tried to catch up with completely redesigning their operating system with the iOS 7, but a redesign can't compare with better experience and increased performance of the new operating systems. After that point, I feel that Apple made the worst decision ever, at least from the perspective of a tech enthusiast. After that point, Apple decided to shift from being a company meant for innovation to a company meant only for profit. They fully started associating themselves with luxury and premium standards, with their devices always being the costliest in the market. They started focusing less and less on taking risks and more and more on making risk-free, costly devices. This is not to say that they started selling utter crap. They just started selling what everyone is already selling just at a higher price. And their software experience is still really good. But instead of other companies copying them, they started copying other companies. They brought back the glass-on-glass design after it became a norm in Android. They moved to multiple cameras only after all the high-end Android devices started having them. And worst of all, they are no longer the first one to introduce a new feature. Things like wireless charging, fast charging, and high-resolution displays were introduced after a really long time, and they aren't even that impressive in Apple devices. I remember when Apple used to take risks iPhone 5s was basically the first phone to have a fingerprint scanner. They didn't know how the people would react to it, but it became a norm. Same went with the Touch ID sensors on Macbooks, it just became the norm. They never knew if iPad has even has a place in the market, but millions of people loved that too. Apple Watch gave the Smartware industry the jumpstart it needed to become what it is today. Apple also never cared about how many cores or how much RAM other phones and laptops have. They made their devices so efficient that it still outperformed the competition. That's right, Apple's dual-core smartphone processors used to outperform Snapdragon's octa-core processors. But guess what happened at the very recently launched iPhone 11 event? Apple started quoting numbers. It started showing people how iPhones perform better than Android in benchmarks. They told people how their new processor is made on the 7 nanometer structure and how it can ha- handle up to a trillion operations a second. These are things which the as average consumer doesn't even care about. In my opinion, when it comes to real-world usage, Android will still outperform the latest iPhones. Do you know why I can say that with so much certainty? In the launch event, they showed that how last year's iPhone performed better than current-gen Android in benchmarks and how this year's will be even better. And that is true. iPhone XS does perform better than the Note 10 Plus in benchmarks. But that's it. Just benchmarks. In real-life usage, the Note 10 Plus loads applications faster and retains them in its memory for a longer period. It performs better than the iPhone in real-world scenarios. And I have a strong feeling that it will at least be on par with, if not better than, the new iPhones. Apple even chickened out of including an on-screen fingerprint scanner on the iPhone X, even though they patented their own version of the technology quite a while ago. They have also adopted this destructive mentality that once they have removed something, they won't bring it back. They did not bring back the Touch ID even though the technology required for it is present right now. They did not bring back the uh, headphone jack even though Strange Parts, one of my favorite YouTube channels, proved that there's space for a headphone jack inside the iPhone 7. This entire stay committed to a decision even if it's pissing off customers mentality is really something a company should never have. You see, because of all these new practices, Apple just isn't the trendsetter anymore. Now, most of the companies don't really care about what Apple does. If they want to introduce super fast charging, they will. If they want to introduce an extra camera, they will. They just don't care about what Apple will do. Apple went from being that very intelligent kid who everyone idealized to that selfish adult living in a bubble of past glories. Their devices are the most expensive devices you can get in the market. Like even though the iPhone 11 Pro Max, what a name, starts at the same price as the, as a Note 10 Plus. We can't forget that the iPhone has 64 gigs of storage, while the Note has 256 And this is another example which proves that Apple is now more money focused than innovation focused. I know a lot of you are bored by now. But this is the last example I'll give to prove to you that Apple has become more money minded than ever. Don't worry, it's a short one. So basically, Apple doesn't allow small repairs in iPhone or MacBooks. What that means is, say your charging port gets faulty and isn't taking charge anymore. So, for both the iPhone and the MacBook, Apple will replace your entire motherboard instead of replacing that one port, which results in them taking hundreds of dollars from you just to fix your charging port. On the other hand, if you go to a local repair shop, then they will replace just your charging port and take somewhere around 50 bucks. But Apple will void your warranty. So you know you can you can pick your poison there's a lot of cases where apple overcharges you for minor repair and that too by a huge margin getting a macbook pro fixed can set you back over a thousand dollars all of these policies and the behavior towards their customers by apple is really destructive and not setting a good picture for the company this is definitely not what the founders of apple wanted apple was a place where an industry-wide change took place But because of corporate greed and the ability to exploit their customers, they have become a company which only cares about the money it makes. Also, I know it's ironic that this podcast is also available on iTunes, but I want this viewpoint to reach to as many people as possible. And I can't exclude iPhone users who need to listen to this the most. With that, I'll end this episode. Catch you next Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.